It's Thursday, March 18, 2010. Fellow citizens, at this hour, American and coalition forces are in the early stages of military operations to disarm Iraq, to free its people, and to defend the world from grave danger. A not happy anniversary, oil drilling scandal in L.A., plus... Hard times for sea lions. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I'm sorry. I'm getting too emotional about this issue. I, I just I just want to live. And, and you know... I, I, <laughs> oh, Bill Maher, you're I such a baby. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, well, I hope you're over your uh, hangover from uh, St. Patty's Day and your organic beer binge. (laughs) So what do you have for us today? Well, this Saturday, March 20th, marks seven years since the U.S. invasion of Iraq and also marks an emerging environmental health problem for veterans of Iraq and Afghanistan. The U.S. military disposes of nearly all of its waste on bases in Iraq and Afghanistan by burning it in huge open pits, some of them over 20 acres in size. Everything gets burned, even tires, medical waste, and hazardous chemicals. Returning troops and civilian personnel say they have developed respiratory problems, neurological disorders, and cancer, which they allege was caused by the uncontrolled, billowing, toxic smoke from the burn pits. Here's Master Sergeant John Hilliard of the Air National Guard in an interview with the Military Times. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't feel like I could breathe. I couldn't feel like I could take a deep breath. Uh, felt like there was a, a steel band around my chest. According to the Army Times, the Department of Defense acknowledges the toxicity of the burn pits but says there should be no long-term health problems. But the Veterans Administration is pushing the Department of Defense to gather more data. The VA is also pushing Congress to open up health care benefits for affected veterans. Several lawsuits have already been filed by some veterans against military contractor KBR. For more information, go to burnpits.org. You know, on Tuesday, we reported on the 9-11 first responders who finally settled with the New York City and with the federal government because they were told there was no environmental hazards there. Folks knew at the time there were, and it took 10 years to get any kind of settlement. This sounds a hell of a lot like what happened there. Yes, and the VA is really trying to get out in front of this in order to avoid a repeat of the nation's experience with things like Agent Orange and Gulf War Syndrome. Well, get out in front of it, but seven years later, seven years after they've been uh, doing this year after year, I would hardly call that getting out in front of it. It's a particularly bad year for sea lions on California's coast. Animal rescue groups are reporting finding hundreds of sick and hungry sea lion pups washing up on shore over the last few months due to lack of food. Researchers say the toll is similar to 1998, the last time we had a big El Nino event affecting the nation's weather. This year's unusually strong El Nino warms the Pacific Ocean, which reduces the number of the fish and squid that are the sea lion's main source of food. California is a place you ought to be, so the loaded up the truck and the move to Beverly Hills, that is. A little-known fact, the city of Los Angeles sits atop one of the richest oil fields in the country. Hundreds of oil wells are concealed throughout the city, but one field in particular is the subject of a new lawsuit from residents who live nearby. And it's not concealed at all, is it? We we drive past this all the time. Oil field right out in the middle of Los Angeles is rather uh, startling when you first see it for the first time because all these homes are nearby. Yes, these residents are charging that a lack of oversight has led to environmental and health damages. And indeed, a new state 
state audit reveals that an engineer employed by the state to regulate the Inglewood oil field was actually secretly helping the oil company who leased the field. The engineer, state regulator Floyd Leeson, not only owned stock in the oil company, he allegedly solicited donations from the oil companies he regulated for his wife's nonprofit organization, and he personally approved dozens of new permits in the hours before a moratorium on new permits could take effect. Leeson has since resigned, but emails acquired by the Associated Press reveal that Leeson considered himself something of a cheerleader for the company. He said in one email, quote, you just keep up the good work and I'll try to keep my boss from hitting you guys with any more retarded fines. Remember, I'm on your side. He even went so far in one email as to call himself, quote, a good shill for the company known as Plains Exploration and Production of Houston. Residents had no idea that more wells were being drilled in their area until some were evacuated from their homes in 2006 due to fumes. They charge lack of oversight and environmental regulation has led to increased air and noise pollution, and the drilling has cracked the foundations of their homes. Yeah, this is an incredible story. This guy, Leeson, uh, when he was being investigated, told the investigators that he expedited the permit request because this company, quote, provides jobs and capital investment to an economically depressed location according to the report. Now, that may be true, but that's politics. That's not the job of regulators to decide, you know, what provides jobs and capital investment. It seems in this country we've lost all track of what regulators mean. We've gotten rid of most of the regulators, and the ones that are there seem to be working for the industries they're supposed to be regulating. It's extraordinary. For more on that and the other stories we did not get to today, please stop by our website, greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. And I will be there, yeah, yes, I'll be there. You've got a friend.